This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, y'all? Gazerian 2K back here with the Gusta Win podcast. This is episode 30 something. 30. I wish Subin was here to tell me. I think it's 32, 3, 7? 32, I think. Something like I that. Subin always Subin keeps tracking the numbers. I just I just talk and ramble and I'm just some dude. Um Subin has something to handle today. Uh, as you know, pre-release has been going on and he's had his handfuls with that. I'm happy for him. But joining me today, I actually have uh two replacement Stubins. I'm going to call them the little Stoobies. <laughs> I have here Professor Polk, James Sims, winner of the Fresno Regional in the Senior Division, and I also have Lucas Odell, winner of the San Diego Regional in the Senior Division. I have two seniors with me. Um, they're going to school me a little bit today. Fellas, how are you doing? Uh, James, what's up with you? How you been? Doing good. Preparing for Worlds, which I leave tomorrow. Um, yeah, doing good. <laughs> that's good and lucas what's up with you oh, i'm doing good kind of doing the same thing so i leave for worlds on sunday so. must be nice yeah, I, I, I don't know what good. worlds is i've never been there i, I don't know what's going on unfortunate <laughs> i know you right scam your way in it's easy 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 <laughs> but no um i met both you guys at a uh, respective regionals i met james i met well i bet you both at san diego and yeah. um yeah, and, and Lucas, I've known you for a while through Twitter because you used to stream for a little bit, just a little bit. You stream for a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna stream. I'm gonna stream again. I mean, why not? He always says that, but he never does. He never hey, does. Okay, my mom wants me to stream, so I'm gonna stream. That's what's up. But um, yeah, I met you, Lucas. Uh, I think I made I, the first day of San Diego. I made a tweet saying, "Hey, I people have to meet," and you tweeted back. You're like, "Gazer, we have to meet." I'm like, "Oh shoot, okay, we do have to meet." So I'm like, "I'm like, where are you?" You're like, "Where are you?" And you're we're asking each other. And I think I was going to the restroom. And you were coming out, and you're like, Gazer Beam? I'm like, Lucas? And, you know, yeah. we shake hands, give each other a big hug, and you're like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in top four. Of the, uh, I'm in top four. I'm like, oh, shoot, okay. So then next time I caught you, I think it was finals. And I was like, okay, I got to keep an eye on you. So I'm like, I'm trying to watch, you know, from the table but not be too close. I'm like, is he doing well? How's he doing? You know, I'm trying to watch. But, yeah, that was a great time. And then in San Diego, same regional, James, you walked up to me, and you're like, are you Gazer Beam 2K? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, who are you? You know, I'm expecting to hear a name. You're like, oh, you don't know me. And I'm like, what the heck? Stalker. Who is this guy? But then you're like, I listened to the podcast. I watched the stream before. You said I'm Professor Polk on Twitch. I'm like, oh, I, I do know you, man. Professor Polk. You say, yeah, name is James Sims. I listen to the podcast. You and Subin are, are hilarious. And it just, that meant a lot, man. Like, that was my first um, instance of that. They call it imposter syndrome. When you feel like you're nobody, but then someone knows you. And you're like, whoa, I'm somebody to you? So, you know, that was a big deal. And I met our boy, Stellar Wish, you know? And oh, Logan Adams. Yep, I met Logan. Yeah, and he, and he was like hyped to meet me too. So, you know, just meeting you guys and a few other people I met in San Diego, just other regionals meant a lot to me. You know, I was, I was like, 
people know who I am. But yeah, it was so great to meet you guys. And now I have you guys on the podcast. Finally, we talked about this before. I want to get you guys on there before, but now I have you guys. Um, I know a little bit about you. I'm sure the audience might not know a lot about you. You guys are just some upcoming seniors. So, I mean, let it be known. Uh, James, tell them about you, uh, your background, how you got started, how long you've been playing. Tell them what's up, man. Man, I think I first played in, like, second grade because Sheesh. Pokemon cards were, like, the cool thing at school and everyone had them. But my dad would only let me and my brother buy them if we learned how to play. So, <laughs> um, so we bought cards, we bought a couple of, like, the starter decks we played, and then, you know, Pokemon died off, I didn't really play anymore, but they're still, like, kind of around our house, and then it's, like, 2019-ish, where I found them again, and I started building a deck, like, decks with them, and, like, looking online more, and then I discovered Limitless and, like, proxies, and I, like, proxy deck every single day, um, just, like, playing the pun, um, and just me and my dad would play, but um, then it was like right when the pandemic started where I wanted to get into competitive. Um, and so then instead I played in online tournaments, like the first Hexers on Battlefy. Um, and then I just kind of kept playing in online tournaments for like two years, I think. And then Iral Turn started up and I was super excited because I already had a decent grasp on like the game and how everything worked. Um, so I wasn't coming in like completely like on the bottom. Um, and yeah, we're here. <laughs> well, that's what's up. Um, so this is your first year as a, as a, as playing, right? IRL? Yeah. First. Yep. Still a senior. Um, when do you, first you yeah. Um, so starting next season, which I mean, is already underway with all the challenges and cups going on. You're going to be a master now, right? Yep. I've already been to one master's tournament, except there was one other person there. Mm. So, so now you're rocking with the big boys. Welcome to the big leagues. Exactly. <laughs> Competitive yet. Yeah. Um, Lucas, um, you've been playing for a very long time. I, I looked up some yeah. of your stuff. Um, tell us your background, man. So I started playing in about 2015, I think, 2016, when I was in grade one or kindergarten. I think I started <laughs> learning. Um, my parents would only let me buy the cards, like James, if I learned how to play the game. Because my <laughs> sister had a bunch of cards, and she just gave them to a random boy one day. So they taught me how to play it. They learned there. Uh, they realized how good of a game Pokemon is for, like, learning math and English, because that's how I actually learned math and English, was through Pokemon. So um, they took me to Vancouver Regionals in 2016, I think, and I top-aided with Pyroar. Because no kid played Hex Maniac in That's that the one format. that blocks uh, basic abilities, right? I mean, basic... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it has the ability that blocks basic Pokemon. Can't attack into it. So <laughs> I, I literally made the best meta call at my first event on accident. I played a Delphox EX and a Blaziken EX. Those were two terrible cards. But because Pyro was so good, it was just a top eight. And then I hit a kid playing Hex Maniac in top eight, and I just lost. Ah. So, yeah, I learned... That's, that was my first regional. Um, and then, uh, my mom became a judge and started running events in our area. Oh. Right, right now she's running two events and then we have an event on Friday. So she's, she's, she's really helpful with my, uh, Pokemon right now. Um, and we, there was one store that she first ran. She ran that for about three years and then we would run one on Sundays. So we would go Saturday, Sunday for tournaments. 
And that's kind of where I got my basic stance of the game. And then I met a few friends who kind of like catapulted me into a more deeper understanding of the game. And then I'm here now. So. Well, hey, we're glad you're here. Um, how many more years do you have as a senior? Is this your last year too? No, I have two more. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, I have this season and next season. Up and comers. I mean, you guys might be the uh, one of you guys might be the next Reagan. Wait, uh, I ordered that wrong. I have this world's next world's and the world's after. So yeah, you got two more years. Yeah. This Reagan just, is yeah. being he's insane. <laughs> hey, yeah. that could be you guys. I mean, it starts with winning a regional. You guys have done that already. So fellas, um, been trying to get you guys on here for a while. You guys are finally here. Um, it's time for a one of our most popular segments. You guys know what this is, right? No. No? I mean, I've watched, I've listened to your podcast, but I don't... You don't know what's I, coming I, up? James, you know what's coming up, right? Yeah. Number six. It's the six prize turn. What's going to happen here? I'm going to ask you guys um, six random questions. They may or may not be Pokemon related. Um, you guys have to answer them as quick as you can, just to give the uh, listeners a little bit more insight on who you guys are. Um, you guys get three each. We'll take turns. I'll start off with you, Professor Poke. James Sims. Question number one. What is your favorite candy? Oh, Swedish Fish. So, really? They're okay. Yeah. No, so they're really mid. good. What? They're so mid. They're, <laughs> they're mid. They are pretty mid. Um no, no. have you had have you had sweet tart gummies? I okay. <laughs> I gotta get you some sweet tart gummies. I told Subin about them and Subin was like, hey, these are good. Sweetheart. I gotta I get Subin some. <laughs> um, Lucas, what's your favorite Pokemon type? Uh Wafairy. Wafairy? I love Wafairy. Okay, I was now, wh- thinking of water because the toddle, but the fairy. Why fairy? It has the best because it has like the cutest mons. Because all other mons are all other types have like a mixture between like cute and not cute. Fairy is like <laughs> all cute. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, next question for James. James, what sleeves are you using on your decks right now? Like what color or like what brand? What brand? Brand and color. Dragon Shield, and I like just whatever color I haven't bought yet. I bought, I buy that one. Okay, okay. Um, Lucas, your favorite clothing brand? I, I, I don't, I don't wear brands most of the time. I don't really care about brands. So where do you get your your clothes from? You just walk into a store, and say, "Hey, give me that shirt." Uh, mostly I just shop at like we don't really typically go, but I just go to Walmart for clothes. I don't need that many clothes. Hey, I got clothes from Walmart too. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, James, favorite generation of Pokemon? Ooh, Gen Seven. I don't know, like is cool. The Tapus are cool. Gen Seven. Solgaleo's cool. They're all cool. It's Gen above... Seven was like. Gen Seven's okay. It's so so. It's like right in the middle. It's kind of. It's a little bit above mid. It's all right. It's Gen okay. Seven was like. The only game that I went really hard in. The the Tapus are sick. Those are awesome. They're it's okay. It's also, all okay. Hapu's a G Hapu's a Chad. <laughs> her and her Mudsdale. She reminds me of a uh, what's the new chick? Poppy. From uh the new games. She, she reminds me a lot that's of Poppy. That's the new card where you move two energy twenty other Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But yeah, but yeah, the characters just remind me of each other a lot. Um, Lucas, last question. Favorite PTCGL Twitch streamer. Uh, Gazerbeam or Landon Caitler? 
Caitlin oh. TCG. Okay, okay, I accept that. As long as Gazer was in there somewhere, that's fine. It's acceptable. <laughs> that was the six prize turn with uh, Professor Pope and with Lucas Odell. Um, all right, fellas, moving on. We need to talk about these regional wins you guys picked up. Um, when I met you, Lucas, you were in the middle of your top four. Tell me about that run real quick. Tell us about that run, how that started. What did you play in San... This, this was in San Diego, by the way. James, we're not going to talk about your San Diego run. It was uh, very uneventful. We just won't even mention it. Didn't you go like one? Eventful. Didn't you go like you one and five? Times. Yeah. You went one, one, four. One, one, four. Yeah. So, yeah. You have the leak, Lucas. <laughs> but no, Lucas, tell us about your run. Um, Just, yeah, start with your run. What, what did you play? I played a Lost Box Kyogre with a Zero Aura. It was just full on mm. baby deck. So, the Zero Aura was that for uh, Lugia? That was for Lugia. Which yeah, was like really... everywhere at the time? Ugh. Yeah, you. Yeah, you couldn't really play a deck that didn't have a tech to Lugia. Yeah. Um, you still like, yeah. Do you remember some of your first matches? Um, oh, I think my round one was against a Giratina. So, was it at Arceus or Lost Box? Oh, this was before Arctina. This was Lost Box Tina. Okay. So, um, I went into that round just knowing that I was going to do more for less when I was playing against <laughs> Tina. So I kind of just won that game because they were they were trading two into me, and I mm -hmm. would just win because they needed to discard energies. And when they crammed, they didn't have enough cram and a high enough velocity. And I would just put down a Snorlax, do 180 to something, and then they have to Tina it, and they can't use Star Requiem, so they have to loss on two energy because if they cram, they have to cram twice into my Snorlax. And if they can't Sableye my Snorlax either. So my, sa no. my Snorlax was just a tank. <laughs> Snorlax is good. I ran into that problem in... Um... In uh, NAIC, I was playing Lost Box. And I ran into a Snorlax, a colorless Lugia build with Snorlax. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't Tina these guys. I mean, I can't um, Sableye these guys. What do I do? I, I managed to win one game, and then I lost the next two. I was playing against uh, Jake from the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. Jake, if you're listening, I'm still mad. This was an NAIC. Yeah. So yeah, I, it was basically um, whoever won that game was able to going to keep going for day two, had a chance, and he won it. And it was it was a close game. It was a close match. But yeah, that Snorlax is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Did it come in clutch in any other matches? Um, I played two Snorlax just because it was good into the Lost Box matchup because again, you can't Sableye it. Um, and it was it was good into Lugia. It was very good into Lugia because at that time they would attach powerful energies and um, attack with Stoutland. So you would. In response, you would go Snorlax, Choice Belt, Thumping Snore, knock out the uh, Stoutland. Mm -hmm. So I played two because it helped against like the top two decks. So, yeah. So the way Seniors work, since it's a you know, smaller number, how many rounds do you guys have? I think it was six rounds in San Diego. Six rounds. And then, so I'm guessing a record of what, 4-1-1 gets you in? Yeah, but now with later on in the season, we got more players, so it ended up being seven to eight rounds. Mm, mm hmm Yeah. So, yeah, 4 one would have got you in. Um, do you remember what uh, seed you were? Because the only top eight moves on to day two for seniors, right? Um, yeah, if you want me to scroll, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember my thing, but I do. I did make a post about my, post, about my placing. <laughs> yeah, for anyone was... who's listening, only, um, you know how in, in Masters, you know, there's like 1,800 of us playing. Um, day two is just whoever has a certain amount of points for seniors yeah. and juniors, you know, since there's a smaller number, they go, they only go top eight. There's no day two. There's just no more Swiss after that. You play your Swiss rounds. And after that, whoever's top eight moves on and then top eight just plays it out. So usually you guys are done by 
noon, twelve thirty. Meanwhile, we're playing no. till five p.m. Most of the time, we're done by like three or four. Maybe really? five. No, it can't be any later than one. Really? No. Yeah, we're we're typically over by like five to six. Wow. We also got to incorporate like round times and lunch break, which is like an hour. So we're we're typically done by five to six p.m. Yeah. Sheesh. But yeah, um, you had that run when I met you. You were in top four. And I was yeah. trying to watch over, and I was, you know, I was looking at you, and you made, you won that top four match, and I was like, you know, you're in the finals. I was like, yeah, I'm in the finals. And I think you're running to the bathroom again. You had to go to the bathroom again. Was that nervous? Nervous bladder? Um, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the most nervous. That was uh, probably one of the most nervous times. Of, one of, oh, my God. That was probably some are of you the nervous? most mo- nervous you, moments of my life. Are you nervous yeah. right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I look, I'm looking back at some of your records. You've taken, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth places before in regional. So, I mean... Third? Wait, when did I come third? Was it third or was it fourth? It was you've fourth. Th- I think I played one top four. I played <clears throat> one top four. Yeah, it was, it but was you, a... you've done it before. And what was... Why was this one so nerve-wracking? What was, what was what's wrong with this one? What was going on here? Um, It was a senior event, and it was during... um, And this season was really bad for me. It was like a top eight, a top, and top 16s, and then just randomly I won an event. <laughs> so it was like... I had made one top eight within like ten tournaments before San Diego, so going from like um, top eight and then a lot of non-top eight runs to finals was pretty insane. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, in the finals, do you, you have to remember this. What'd you play? Who'd you who'd you play against? I, I think it was. Oh, I have the guy added on Discord. Um, it was a guy playing Lugia. Lugia, and his name so, is Daniel Rosas. How do you remember Daniel? Because he goes, he goes to my local tournaments. Oh yeah, hey. yeah. His name is Daniel. Hey yo, so I'm guessing that Zero came in handy, huh? Yeah, Zero was good. Zero was good. <laughs> uh, Snorlax was good. Yeah. And that's Zero If they use their V Star, it does a was it 120? No. Yeah, it does 120. That's right? Raichu. That's Raichu. Uh, zero aura reads if they are a V or a GX, v, you do okay. seventy more damage. And then so you do. No, you, you do. Doing... You do. Wait, yeah, you do. You do eighty more damage. So you do thirty plus eighty with a choice belt, one forty double. Yeah. And then yeah, barely get the knockout on it. But yeah, I remember that. Um, that thing rotated. Sad times. I mean, Lily is yeah. not as strong as it was now, so I guess we'll be okay. But um, yeah, that was definitely an impressive run. I was happy that you won it. I, um. I was just, I was more happy, more hyped to meet you, because you know we had talked and streamed before and things like that on Twitch and Twitter. So it was cool to meet you. Um, other person who I randomly met, who I I had no idea who they were, James. You walked up to me, I, you know, I was like, "Who are you?" We shook hands. I saw you a couple more times throughout the day. Um, San Diego didn't go that well for you, but uh, you messed around in one Fresno. Yeah, you messed around in one of my hometown, man. That's that's I'm from Fresno, man. You came to my house and you won it all. You you beat my stepdaughter. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you didn't tell me anything. You just beat her and just went about your business, huh? How'd you know she was my stepdaughter? I didn't realize at first. And I was like, wait a minute. Fusion Mew. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I listen to the podcast. Wait a second. I think that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did well in Fresno. Oh, I started well in Fresno. I started 402 and then the wheels fell off. And yeah, I was the highest... Five two two there was though, so I finished like top one uh one twenty eight. I think I finished one twenty two. 
So I got some points for that, but yeah, I missed day two just by a little bit. But um, you didn't miss day two, you didn't miss top eight, you won, you won it all. Tell me about your run. Yeah, okay. So started off for like leading up to the tournament, I was really planning on playing Archeostrata and Umbreon, which is kind of like the new hot deck, I guess, at the time. Mm -hmm. um, Lucas is top eight in Milwaukee with it. And then I was just the entire day before I was I just wasn't playing. I was just kept playing Gardevoir against people, and when we were testing um, in the hotel, and I just decided to go with Gardevoir. I changed a couple cards. I it was just Henry's list, but I cut Luminion for research and something else for Sky Seal Stone. Forget what I, what what I cut for Sky Seal Stone, but um, that made me really nervous. I was kind of nervous going into the day because I had made a couple changes. Um, you should just net this Henry, man. Just net deck him. It's, it's Henry Brand. It's okay. It wasn't the exact list, but yeah. Mm. Didn't you go up to Henry Brand before the event? Oh, yeah. And I had him sign my YouTube because his deck got me into the games. Or one yeah. of the things that got me into the game. That's awesome. I met uh, Henry Brand in Fresno, too. Um, Just across, I'm just walking down the street and crossways. He's like, Gaza? Gaza Beam 2K? I'm like, yeah, who are you? Henry! Henry Brand, I'm like, oh man, gave him a big hug. Henry's a gay guy, man. So you got him to sign your Mewtwo. Yeah. That's that's gonna be worth some money one day, I bet you. Didn't he also <laughs> tell you to play Gardevoir? Oh yeah, then he and I told him he would ask me what deck that was between, and I said Arctura and Gardevoir, and he said play Gardevoir. Sheesh. So I ended up playing Gardevoir, and I started off really bad. Um, I lost to Neo, which is I think the best number one senior right now. Um, round one playing Fusion Mew. I also lost to him in the top eight of an online tournament a couple days before. Um, <laughs> and then I tied my next round against Lost Zone, Moltres, Kyogre deck. Um, so I did not start off well at all. Then I just won the next five. I don't think I dropped a game after that. In, except until top four. Yeah, I didn't lose a game until top four. I just won five in a row, made top eight. I was super excited because like, starting off 0-1-1 is really bad. Um, and for seniors regionals, you have to go f like seven rounds for this one, five on one for top eight. So it was looking rough, but pulled it out. Honestly, I don't even know how I did it. Um, and then in top eight, I didn't know what I was up against, which didn't give me, I just couldn't test against anything. I just didn't know what they were playing. Uh -huh. But it was Lost in Gudra, which Ooh, is a, that's, yeah. That's my baby right there. That's, I love that thing. Yeah, and they played they played Path, so it was not a free matchup for Gardevoir. If they don't play Path, it's pretty good, um, cause, especially because I have Sky Silstone. But um, yeah, so I won that. I think like yeah, game one they didn't really set up, and game two they also didn't really set up. They just like had <laughs> the chorus with Lone Gudra pass, like it was not good. Ugh. I've been there before, but ugh. um, they they missed the right tech though. The right tech for Guardi is a uh, Panic Mask. Yeah. At that time, Pat Mass was right there. Saw him a Mulligan, I was like, oh boy, here we go. I mean, Path is decent too, but then what if you path yourself? You can't heal off your damage. Panic Mass just. I played two Guardies um, when I played uh, Gudra at uh, Portland and at Fresno. I ran into two Guardy decks, hoping to run into more. I only ran into two. That Panic Mass put in work, man. I put Panic Mask on, and my first opponent was like, he was he grabbed his head, he looked, he picked up the card, looked at it, he uh, grabbed his forehead, wiped some sweat off, he leaned back, leaned forward, he was counting numbers on his fingers. And he still miscounted, put on too much damage, had 40 HP left, couldn't touch me, and then still didn't have the knockout. So the Panic Mask throws people off. And the second time I played it down, other guy was just like, huh. 
and he was just stuck. He 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 didn't panic as much. The mask didn't make him panic, but uh, he was stuck. So that panic mask was powerful against Guardy, but you didn't run into a single mask, huh? Um, I don't think so. Maybe one of them to play it. They just didn't get it out. I don't know. Because um, <laughs> if not, that Zashian can roll. You ran you ran two Zashian in your list. Um, yeah. How many baby Guardies did you have? A one. Uh, that, that's what I got for the uh, the 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 Sky Sun was second baby Guardian. That's it. One. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You have Miriam, like you have Tuesdayian, like one. This is in take, a world before take... we had um, Super Rod. One. Yeah. So you can take prize with Cassella. You can take prize with Guardi X, and then you just like have a couple stations that can blow things up. You have Miriam. It's not that bad. And Sky Sun yeah. take extra prizes, so you can win like. That set of VMAXs you went into attacks anyway, so like that's two Zations, then you have Miriam, like it's it's not that bad. One. Um, and then top four is against Arc yeah, Arctura Umbreon. Um and game one was super interesting. So the matchup goes is that if they go first, they just like establish Arceus, Umbreon, and they just like Bully or Ralts and Curly, they just boss them up and lost on them. So then, like by the time you're actually ready to attack, you have two Curlys and the other two are on the lost them. Um, so basically, that means um, you have two attacks to win the game um, because then they just like bring up your Guardy and they bring up your Curly and like you're out of luck. Mm -hmm. um, and that's Sky Steel Stone is really good for winning in two attacks. Um, so game one, I. Got to the point where I had the eight in the discard to knock out the Arceus, and I only had one curly left. And I evolved in the Guardian, attached all of the Nization, knocked out the Arceus. Um, and then um, he used Umbreon to bring up my Guardian EX, knock it out, and he's like, all right, this is good. He has four prizes left, no Guardian EX. Um, and then I attached return research and just high steel stone, and then bang, four prizes on Umbreon VMAX. Um, <laughs> that I caught him off guard. He played. He played that well. That's the right call. Yeah, he played that well, but um, that just worked out perfectly for you. And then in game two, we got into the same scenario, except this time instead he judged and then knocked me out with Arceus instead of Umbreon. Um, so I had to find Boss Sky Seal, which is a lot harder. Um, and I used all my Fire my Greninja, my Mew, everything. I did my deck, and the last three cards of my deck were Boss Serena Sky Seal Stun. Oh, which um, was oh. so unfortunate. Oh, um. And then game three, I get to go first, and I set up the turn two Guardian Choice Belt that does 220, which is really, really good because you just like get Arceus V off the board mm -hmm. um, instantly. And I just like ran over with the Guardian, just took all six prizes with that because I just knocked out the Arceus V on turn two. Um, and yeah. And then finals <clears throat> was against Fusion Mew coming full circle from round one. I was just to say, that's, um, yeah, that was your Achilles heel, wasn't it? You lost the first one. Yeah, I beat. I had played against once again your stepdaughter playing Fusion Mew, so it was my third Fusion Mew. Uh -huh. Um, well, yeah, I for, um, never mind. Um, I forget what happened game one. Yeah, it's just not in my mind. So, one game one somehow. Um, and then game two, they were struggling to set up. So, if there's a turn where I played um, a worker, they discard the Lost City and then draw three. Um, except it was the very first thing I did. I literally drew and played Worker. Um, <laughs> and I did my turn, did my Curlius, and then I played Research. So I actually double supported. Um, and it was right after I researched that the judge was like, wait, where'd the stadium go? And we realized that I'd actually double supported. Um, but we were able to rewind it, so it was only a double price penalty. Um, 
but um i was able to work around it and went around the double price penalty anyway i was like you won that second if, game anyway I, yeah because he wow. was having a contest setting up i got him a strong like turn two guardy and see you say that but it's mew mew doesn't mew doesn't struggle setting up it's mew it, there's no such thing Sometimes you draw you cards and go burr. No, no. You draw cards and go burr. No, no, no. It either sets up and plays the game, or it like doesn't <laughs> at all. That sounds like an Arceus deck. If Arceus can attach pass, they say, "Well, now what do I do?" But Mew just draws card. No, I, I've never seen a Mew struggle to set up. I never heard of that in my life. It happens, man. Believe me, I'm I'm playing it for worlds. It happens. I promise. <laughs> Wait, don't you don't have to leak that out. You don't have to tell everybody. I've been playing it on the tournaments. If the other singers want to know, they can figure it out. All right, Lucas, you heard that. You know what you have to plan for now. Get that spirit tomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your spirit tomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I you got the, uh, the ice cube in there. Right yeah. Like, literally, against, I was testing against Lucas yesterday, like, two games in a row. I just I had nothing. Like, it happened all the time. <laughs> so, this, so, that was your guys' regional experience. Um, that's for your first year, James. That's impressive, man. That's very impressive. And Lucas, you've been playing for a while, but I mean, you finally, you know, broke through 1-1. One, one. I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy for both of you guys. Um, is this your guys' first, yeah. you know, experience going to Worlds? No. Oh, it is for me, obviously, because it's my first season. Mm-hmm. So, Lucas, you've been to Worlds before. Yeah. How long ago was this, and how many times? I went to Nashville, D.C., London, and now Japan. <laughs> Sheesh. So this will be your fourth Worlds event. Yeah. So you qualified almost every year you played. Uh, yeah. My first two seasons. My first season, I was off by ten points. My second season, I was mm. off by five points. Mm. And then you said no more, and then you turned it up. I'm proud of you. That's good. Um, yeah. Then I understood what the point system was. <laughs> you're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> and it, it helps that you say your mom is, you know, a judge, and she's, you know, really on board for you, you know, for you to, to you know, follow your dreams and make this happen. Um. What advice can you give to anyone listening going to Worlds for the first time? James, listen up, take your notes, get your notes out, get your notepad. <laughs> what advice can you give um, for anyone going to Worlds? Depends on if they're going day one, day two. If you're going day one, I would just recommend playing a deck that you know is quick enough to finish games. Um, I would recommend um, just testing as much as you possibly can and writing down your data. I will show, I can, I can show chat, but I currently have a data a data sheet where I've written down every single game I've played with Giratina. Mm. So I would write down data um, and just make sure that your deck beats the meta. Meta call is super important, but um, make sure that you're not too worried about meta calling to the point where you switch off your deck the night before. I did that for Worlds 2022 and I played Palkia instead of Arc Flying Peak and I um, went uh, one five one, two two five one. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if you're going into day two, um, that's where you kind of unleash your like home cooked stuff. That's where you become <laughs> the chef, because day two, my logic is, worlds is not like a regional where you're getting points. Worlds is like you're there to win. So bring out your craziest deck that takes your best matchups. That you that no one's ever seen before, and do not play world safely. So you're saying just, just go all the way, just let it fly. Yeah, don't. I would not play safe for worlds. Worlds is when you just send like the craziest stuff <laughs> that beats the meta. You know. Mm-hmm. 
It can lose to some decks, but just make sure it beats what you think is going to be played. Okay. So, I mean, I've been hearing the same advice from a lot of different people. Uh, day one of Worlds, um, you got to go You gotta go fast almost. You got to do something that's quick, effective. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if Lost Box or, or Guardi will be the play. We talked to Alex Shemansky a couple weeks ago, myself and Steuben. And, um, yeah, he was like Lost Box and Guardi probably would, you know, force too many ties. And if you tie too much in Worlds, day one, ain't no day two. So you want something that's, you know, quick and effective. Um, I feel like we're going to see some, a lot of arc pile decks, you know, which is Arceus and just, you know, Vs and Vmaxes running around. I think Maridon could be a sneaky play. My I feel like Maridon can come in. I like Maridon. Maridon's good. Yeah, I think it can come in and just real quick, okay, I take two prizes here. Okay, I take another two here. I, I feel like it could be uh, pretty sneaky, especially with the uh, the bravery charm now. It has a little extra HP. Yeah. The only the only problem with Ryan is that like I guess the Guardian player like that knows what they're doing, or like even if you play Magnism, like Gardevoir is not a good matchup at all. Like they can boss on turn two's Asian. It happens. They can yeah. take out your Flappy, and then if you have a big if you have a big Guardy, you can't get through a Raichu because you know like your Dynamo. Order. It's pretty that's the main problem. hard. If they could, able to they, attack the you. They have a one prize that can race you, like mm -hmm. it's and I'll give not you a good the one yeah, the one prize match like you have like the baby guardian, you run two instead of one, James. Two. If you run <laughs> run two, um you could definitely swing the match the uh the prize trade. Yeah, I'm actually a very big believer on Maridon is definitely not the kind of deck that you should be running Raichu or Flaffy. I whoa, think whoa, whoa, whoa. Maridon No Raichu? No Raichu, no Flaffy. Maridon, I think, is the kind of deck where you go four Maridon, two Raikou, uh, Regilecki VMAX line. Then you play Lost Cities, Boss's Orders, Pure Consistency cards, tons of energies, Electromagnetic... That's that's a different card. Uh, energy Drill thing. Lightning Energy Drill. Good old Lightning um, Energy Drill. Yeah, that thing. Um, <laughs> because then you end up just turboing. In the Gardevoir, your matchup is like... It's literally Arc Dumbreon, where Arc Dumbreon is... It's only way to beat the matchup is to just loss on your Curlias. So you go into so the matchup. So you try to do the same thing. Yeah. And into the saying. matchup, you can force them to go down to one prize with a Baby Zero Aura. Because if you go Baby Zero Aura, Lightning Energy to Baby Zero Aura, Retreat, Boss a Curlia, Lossity, you knock it out with a Regilecki VMAX. Um, and then you just try to spam Lossities on everything. Like if they get down to Gardevoir EX and you have three uh, Regilecki VMAXs, you boss a Gardevoir EX. You boss a guard of our EX, lost city, get rid of it. And you just try to do the same thing as Arcdumbreon, where you lost on as many pieces as you can. That doesn't kill the Guardi, does it? That's only two. Oh, no, you're right. 310 on the, on the nose, huh? Exactly. But you barely kill the Guardi. I see what you're saying, though. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like Marauder could be a sneaky play for Worlds. Or just, you know, just... I feel like there'll be a lot of arc decks, because people are like, hey, consistency. It gives me, you know, a lot of options. And then people just go on zap, zap, zap. You know, it's a quick game. Um, yeah. Yeah, Lucas. It sounds like you you're a a, a well studied, studious senior. Um, but I know you don't know everything in the whole world. What do you feel? Both feel like you've learned from this season, like something you know that you guys didn't know before. And I, you know, heading in the world, you're like, wow, I'm glad I learned that lesson. I figured this out. Um, I think that writing data down is very big for me because I'll go mm. through these phases where. I'll uh, play like two weeks with the deck. It'll go well. And then I'll have like two days where it's just bricking. 
so being able to look at data and being able to know the matchups and being able to know that the deck is consistent is very helpful for me. Jans, what about you? Um, I think just like finding friend groups. Like a lot of people that I listen to podcasts, YouTube videos before I went to IRL events was just stressing finding friends and just playing. And honestly, that's helped me a lot. I test with Lucas all the time, test with my other friends from League all the time. Mm. And it's not only like fun, but it's also helpful to just get good testing because Live Ladder is. Man, oh, sometimes man. I try and test on live ladder, on live ladder, and I just I lose all the time on live ladder. I'm like, man, how, why why I'm losing all the time on live ladder? Um, it's just it tilts me so much. Um, so having friends help you test is really important and really helpful. Yeah. Um, so so you play with Lucas like what through Discord or how do you guys play? Do you guys play on live? Uh, yeah, we do live on Discord and stuff. Hmm. And yeah, Lucas, I know you played with uh, our boy Logan Adams and a few other people. I used to call you guys the Canada Kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, Canada Canada's underrated, man. We got uh, so many good players here. Cyrus, Rowan, Camille, uh, Landon, Caitler, uh, many others. Kieran Farah. Hmm? Kieran Farah. Kieran Farah. Yeah, Kieran. Yeah, Let me tell you guys about good. Fresno. Fresno's underrated. We got a lot of leagues out here and a lot of good players out here. Um, honestly, yeah, I feel like yeah, our yeah. leagues, because we have we had Trey out here, you know. Um, there's someone else up and coming. His name is uh, Marino Lopez. Reno has like, I think he's top nine in points right now. I mean, he's. We've had a week where we had like six challenges in a row here in Fresno, and I think he won four out of six. So he's just been racking up the points, just racking them up. And um, he used to be heavy in Pokemon, and he switched over to Digimon for a second, but now he's back in Pokemon like heavy again. And we got some really good players. I feel like um all these leagues we have out here just condition us to be, you know become better and play against better and get better and better. And um yeah, I know you say Canada's underrated, but I mean we got a whole city out here, man. Yeah. James, I didn't know you, you were this close to me. We got a whole country. <laughs> <laughs> James, I didn't know you were this close to me. I got to come pick you up sometime. We got to I got to get you to some of our leagues, man. Some of our cups out here. Yeah, I live like three hours away from you. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh. Yeah, we were messaging him like, hey, you're on the East Coast too, right? You're like, no, I'm on the West Coast. I'm like, I'm on the West Coast. What are you doing? But um, yeah, I've, definitely. Um, I've been to Fresno for for like local turns before. You've been where? But I've been to Fresno for local turns before. But like, have you? The there are not very many cups here. Like we um, we had four stores that had cups last season, um, and then other stores had their challenges, right? So now I think you know after you have challenges for three straight months, you can have cups. So we should have about seven to eight stores having cups this season. So if you're looking for some cups, man, you know, you know was it max of six? Um, yeah, definitely yeah, come down to Fresno. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Um, speaking yeah, of that, six. speaking of, of, you know, the maxes and everything like that, numbers finally came out. The numbers finally came out this uh, later, earlier this week. Um, master's numbers are, are extremely high. 600 points. 
Um, James, hope you're ready for that fight, man. To climb up that ladder. Um, man, I, I was getting, I was preparing myself. You like, you like, okay, five hundred. Okay, I got it. I can do five hundred and then six hundred. Um, seniors and juniors numbers are what four fifty? Yeah, fifty for seniors. I don't know about juniors though. Mm. Juniors aren't real. They aren't real. Wait, 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 wait. Weren't you a junior like two years ago? Uh, yeah, I wasn't real either. Oh, okay. He's make believe. You guys heard it here first. Lucas yeah. Odell is a computer program. Yep. Nothing but AI, but no. Yeah, your uh, your number is going to be at four fifty, which I know is going to be highly attainable for you. Um, I think the cap yeah, of hopefully. what challenges is six. The cap of a uh, cups are six. Yeah, Lucas. So that's like you're about to get six times fifteen. Is I think the total was three ninety. If you if you if you manage to get all top and top in all six events, all twelve events, I think the max was three ninety. Um, Lucas and James, how? Can this be done? Like, it, 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 how's it possible? Um, the power of friendship. The power of friendship will get you enough points. You guys heard it here from? <laughs> no, um, Lucas, what's your game plan heading the next season? I know you're still worried, you know, worried about worlds, and we're gonna talk about um, that a little bit more in a second. But you know, heading this next season, what's your plan, man? Hit up two regionals, um, just win one, so you're good to get in. Regionals possible. I think right now I'm booked for like three regionals. And for every West Coast event, I don't think that I'm – I think that I'm going to most of them. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that I go to the rest of them. Like, let me uh, pull up all the regionals. Uh, I'm going mm-hmm. to Pittsburgh. I mm-hmm. might go to Peoria. I'm going to try to figure that out. Uh, I got a family that I'm hoping will take me. Sacramento, probably. Toronto, Sacramento, yes. Toronto, yes. Portland, yes. Charlotte, probably. Knoxville, Jeez. I'm going to try. Vancouver, yes. Orlando, I mean – I'll try Indy. I'll try, and then LA. Yeah. So. Sheesh. So that's so like seven, and then I'm gonna. Try. Yeah, and then I'm trying to go to all four ICs too. Speaking of ICs, uh, you snuck in and got what top eight in one of them, didn't you? Uh, that was oh, that was OCIC. I won that one. Yeah, that was juniors. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about this season. You won one before. I yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, I won OCIC in 2020. So your junior season, you won OCIC, and then this season you took a, you topped in a, was it EUIC, right? No, EUIC came 17th. Um, I kid you not, I went 5-1-2, and I was the only person at my record to not make top 16. I was like Urshifu, man. I was like the only Urshifu player. Not the bubble. Oh, man, but you won OCIC. I had no idea. Congrats on that. Thank you. Um, man, you also, nice I hardware. take my statement. I take my statement back about juniors not being real humans. Because <laughs> you went as a junior, okay. <laughs> but no, so yeah, all the regionals you're going to, and you know, if you knock out some cups and challenges, you should be fine. James, do you have a plan for this season? Because now you're a master, man. You're you're about to be a big boy. Yeah, I think the obvious, or I guess maybe it's not obvious, but I think the easiest way is to just win a regional. If you win a regional, you're invite. Um, I mean, at least for me, I'm not. Planning on going to as many as Lucas, obviously. I know, right? I think I'm only going to be going to the, the ones here on the West Coast. But you go to um, Toronto. I think if you're just like an average Masters player, I think your goal is to just play a bunch of local tournaments, try and like shoot past that top 128. I see a lot of people talking about that. Shoot past the top 128. Um, and you'll probably do fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the West Coast, if you do San, uh, Sacramento, which isn't too far from you, 
um, come all the way other uh, other side and come to L.A. Um, Portland, maybe. James, I'm assuming Portland you go to. Uh, I'm not sure on Portland. Yeah, I I go, but not 100%. Mm-hmm. You should go to Vancouver. You should just drive 18 hours to Vancouver. Yeah, just come to Vancouver. Just go, go to Vancouver. Just go to Vancouver so you can yeah. see Lucas and you guys can, you know, hang out, buddy yeah. around. Yeah. He could tell you all about Satoru. I have, yes, I have <laughs> guest rooms at my uh, house, so, yeah. Uh, James, no excuse now. Vancouver, make it happen. I'll do my best. Yep. <laughs> forget school, forget life, forget money, just make it happen. Just get out there. <laughs> Not that hard, man. Just, I don't think like, school in junior year. <laughs> just slap your teacher in the face. They'll forget about you being not being there. Oh, but no, um, yeah, this 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 season's gonna be a, a grind for sure. Um, there's rumors, or not rumors, but there's you know uh, people have a you know conspiracy theories that eventually you know the number get lowered like halfway through the season. So you know even oh, it gets lower, you know it might be a little well. easier to reach. But I mean, just shoot for the stars now, get as many points as you can, rack them up. Um, James, like I said, come to these cups, man. We're gonna have cups like out the wazoo. I don't even know what the wazoo is, but we're gonna have tons of cups out here, man. So if you ever need a ride, I'll come through and I'll slide and pick you up, man. I got you. <laughs> Um, oh, he's good then. He's good. Um, you guys talked about things you learned from this season. What can you improve on heading into the next season? I know the season's not over yet. We still have worlds. And if you guys turn around and win worlds, then man, that's you're the top of the top. But heading into the next season, what do you think? Okay, I need to work on this. I need to do this better. I know, uh, Lucas, you said you learned how to take notes and uh, keep track of things like that. James, that's something you, t- you want to get into? You want to improve on? I mean, you're about to be a, a master now. You're a big boy. Yeah, I like don't take notes. I tried taking notes the other day and i just didn't stick with it uh, i should probably get better about that yeah um, i do take notes during like matches, like i write down my price cards and stuff and like if i see a tech card on the mole again i'll write it down but mm-hmm. for testing i do not record as much as i probably should yeah uh, for myself i have like three different modes i have goofy gazer where i'm just you know playing at locals having a good time laughing barely paying attention you know, I'm I'm talking to someone next to me, and then my opponent plays Ultra Ball, and I turn around, hey, what, what'd you get off the Ultra Ball? What happened? Okay, got it. And I'm, you know, I'll go back to talking with my buddy to the, you know, to the side of me. Then I have, you know, semi-serious gazer, where like, you know, I'm kind of into what's going on, but you know, I'm joking with my opponent, I'm making jokes, and I'm, you know, talking with them. And then I have like regional gazer, um, where I'm like, I'm focused, I'm locked. In. I still, I still talk and joke a little bit. But, you know, I'm really locked in. I'm counting the cards in hand. They're going to say, you know, they say fusion strike system. I'm like, yeah, for three. I already know, you know, because I see the cards in your hand. So I'm really like locked in. I count my prizes. I know what I'm missing, stuff like that. Um, it's it's tough to do that consistently. And like you said, during testing, you know, it, it kind of, you know, you kind of get lax because you're playing with people you, you know, usually know and stuff like that. But um, I feel like for myself, first, I have to improve on my, knowing my prize cards. Like I go through, like when I see a matchup, I'll go through and like, okay, I need this card, this card, and this card for this matchup. And I'll forget to count the rest of the prizes. And I'm like, oh, what else did I prize? You know, I, only, I realized what I prize when I, you know, when I need it. And I'm like, oh no, I should know before that. So I definitely got to work on that a little bit better. I can do it okay, but I got to work on that better. Um, Lucas, after this world run, what do you think you need to work on? What can you improve? I think that I need to get uh, better at visualization. Because whenever, I feel like so many people say that in their games, they're like thinking five moves ahead. And I kind of, I do that. But I don't do it to the extent of like, um, I don't do it to the extent of understanding, like, everything that's going to happen. I mean, I think I, okay, maybe I'm underrating myself on that end, because I think I'm able to quickly visualize stuff, but I don't go super, super in-depth with it. I'm just like, okay, what's the best move that I can make here? 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, what's the best move that I can make here? And I kind of just focus on the now in games, and maybe I should get better at focusing on the future. I mean, whenever I make a move, of course, I'm thinking, like, am I just going to get absolutely destroyed if I play this card? Like, I'm not going to put down a Luminian and then against an Arceus deck if I don't need to. But <laughs> stuff like that, where I feel like I could visualize more. But, I mean, I think I think I do a... Maybe I just do a visualization. I don't know. I think I just need to get better at visualization. And that's fine. I usually count a couple moves ahead. I can't go five. Five's a lot. But I usually count, you know, two moves ahead. Two, two turns ahead. Like, okay, if I do this, the opponent will probably do this or that. I think um one of the things is learning not how I can win this game, but how can I not lose this game? Or no, what loses me the game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you said, if I put down Luminian, then I know that's the two prizes. You know, my opponent's just licking their, their chops, just like, yes, the two prizes out there, you know? So I may need a supporter, but can I go another turn without putting down this Luminian? Can I wait and see what my top take is? Do I need a supporter right now? So when Luminium comes yeah. down, that's the two prizes just waiting. Or... What I love about my uh, my Gudra deck, I could put down Luminian, get a Colrus, and then I could uh, use Mirage Gate to Luminion and then get it out of there. And that, you know, won me a couple games that way. Attacking with it and getting it off the board. I'm like, yes, it's out of there. You know, so, but there's other times where I had to put it down, like, man, this might lose me the game. And then lo and behold, it lost me the game. So I think a step that we all need to work on, just, you know, people listening right now, you you two, myself, and just everyone in general to become, you know, that, that you know, goaded player we, we all want to be. You got to realize what, how, how can I not lose this game? What will lose me this game? You know, not how can I win, which is, you know, you need to know your outs and things like that. But, you know, what can, what actions can I do that will just lose this game for me, you know, two, three turns from now down the line? It's going to come back to bite me. Um, definitely a lot to learn for myself. And I'm glad you guys feel a lot to learn. Um, Lucas, you have such a edge over us. <laughs> you got the freaking. What do you mean? What do I mean? No. You've been playing since no. you were two. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was uh, playing when I was in the womb. I was in the womb. I was theorizing what Reggie Gigas does in twenty twenty three world. Oh, he was, he was doing the card flip down there. What? <laughs> yeah. The doing the card flip. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get ready, bro. But yeah, I I just I feel like you know that's some of the best advice you can get. Um, any other advice you guys want to give out to anyone, or just you know something you guys think you need to work on for the season? James, you got something? Anything else? Yeah, so I don't know how popular this is among other players, but something I that my dad told me um, when we play now is if he has, like, he's been playing Lugia recently, like, if he has a bad hand and he has two Lugia V-Star and a research, he, like, he doesn't play the research because, like, I don't want to discard these bad cards. I might lose. Um, but, like I said, I don't know how popular this is among other players. This might just be my dad or... I don't know, but um, he doesn't want to play the research because he'll discard the Lugia V-Stars and he might lose if the other one's on the deck or doesn't find it or etc. But if you don't play the research, you're bricking. You're going to lose anyway. So it literally is no... There's no... You have nothing to lose by just playing the research. Um, that's just like a thing that I, I've picked up. Agree. I think it, de- I think it de- depends on a play style and what's in your deck. If I If I'm a more conservative player and I don't have any super rod or any, any recovery in my deck, I'm not going to research that away. I'll just sit there and wait and see if I lose that way. But the way I play, like, I play, I just throw all caution to the wind, you know, balls to the wall and just, here I go. So I will research that. And if I know I got, you know, super rod in there, okay, I'll get the Lugia's back somehow. You know, something like that. I think it depends on your play yeah. style and your deck, you know, what's in your deck. It's really, really something Yeah. Whether you lose or you win. Yeah, I, think, I don't think it's a play style. The thing is, like, let's say you have two Lugia V-Stars in your hand and you have one in deck. 
and you have to research. And well, I'm fair. Like, okay, if you know you have so one if I death, don't yeah. research, I'm going to lose. If I do play research, then like I might win might. by going Lugia V Star Double Archaeops. I think I don't think it's about a play style. Like you can't really let it be a play style. You have to be very good at uh, compre comprehending the mm -hmm. uh, dangers and the adjective adjective. I need an adjective. Uh, dangers and uh, risks of not using research and of using research. And you're right. You're right. If if I know there's another Lugia in my deck, if I know for sure and it's not prize, then yeah, I have to research. Hope I hit it off the Ultra Ball, off the research itself, something like that. Yeah, um, it, yeah you're right. Goes, I still think there are playstyles though who you know players who just you know play more conservative, you know, and that might not be a, that might not be the right you know way to go with it. I think there are some people who are like you know I'm just gonna hold on to this and hope my Lugia doesn't die. Oh, it died, you know. But um, me, I just I research and if I know what's in there, like you have to know your deck too. If I know what's in there, I know what you know way to recover. I know there's no Lugia. I'm gonna go for it. So that's that's good advice. Your, your dad sound like a good guy, James. I mean, like, what do you mean? What do you mean by hope your Lugia dies? Though, like, if you're staring down a Mew V with a choice belt, you're a lot. You're not being like, oh, I hope my Mew doesn't die or I hope my Lugia doesn't die. <laughs> you, oh my gosh, maybe they'll die. just maybe they'll maybe pass. They'll live. <laughs> maybe they'll just have a seizure and not know how to pronounce Technoblast. <laughs> but um, speaking of your parents. That's that's such a weird segue, but you guys know what I'm getting at. But no, speaking of your parents, um, how do they? I mean, look, you you explained earlier. Your mom's all on board for this, but James, how have your parents, you know, been receptive to you know you pursuing this Pokemon thing now? Um, they're very um, well, what's the word? Oh my gosh, um, supportive. That's it. They're very supportive. Um, a bunch of my other family members are too. Um, the only like thing is that like money to get to events was kind of. Uh, annoying thing like we were we wouldn't have gone to japan if i didn't get money for winning fresno mm. like we just wouldn't have the money to go um so that can be kind of a challenge sometimes um but other than that it was like very supportive They'll, they drive me to stuff all the time every week they drive me 45 minutes to tournaments and stuff so that's good gotta have supporting parents for uh what you guys are doing i think about some of the masters i mean some of the seniors and uh juniors who you know gonna be coming to masters and yeah, if their parents aren't on board, it's going to be tough because, you know, the real world starts hitting you. You know, now you have cell phone bills. Just wait till you guys have to pay your cell phone bill. Ooh, just wait. I Here's don't have it. a cell phone. You don't need a cell phone. I don't want a cell phone. Must be a Canada thing. You guys heard it here first. Canadians do not have cell phones. I don't know. I don't have one either. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Californians don't Californians have, have cell phones. <laughs> hey, do you have a cell phone? Uh, yes, I do. I do. I'm not sure California. <laughs> oh man. Um to be completely candid with you guys, my headphones are starting to die. Like it's beeping in my ear. So we're gonna move this thing right along. Um my last question for you guys. This is happening to you this season, James. Lucas is coming up for you pretty soon. Any fears of playing in Masters? Are you guys you know, any players you're afraid of, anything you're afraid of, worried about, any just and be just just be real. I mean, it's okay to be nervous. Um, I think the first time I play against a good Masters player, I probably will be nervous. Um, but I actually feel like I'm more confident against Masters player just because I'm playing against Masters players more often than seniors. Like when the entire pandemic, when I played in online tournaments, majority of those were Masters. So I just feel a lot more confident against Masters and seniors. I don't know. It's just a weird mental thing, but I don't know, really. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. What about you, Lucas? You got a couple years to worry about it, but... I'm the type of person where I don't 
really worry about anyone. Like, I don't really – I don't really get scared at the top seniors. I don't really get scared at, like, master players. I just go in like I'm going to play my best. I'm going to play how I can play, um, and I'm not going to worry about it, you know. I mean, that's the best thing to do. If you, I feel, my thing, and I, I coach basketball too. My thing's always been like, if we take care of our business and do our job, we'll be fine. You know, if I take get out there and I just, you know, play my cards right, you know, I still have to, you know, play cautiously. But you know, play, play my cards right and do well and know my deck pretty well. I should do okay. I subscribe to that idea too. I'm with you guys. So, um, another question: Off worlds, you know, off of you know the whole season. Looking forward to the next format. You know. Four weeks from now, when we're playing Obsidian Flames, what's going into your deck? What deck are you going to be playing? What's new? What are you guys excited about for this new set that just came out? Or it's not even out yet. Pre-releases are out. Um, what are you guys excited for? So we had to write a list about this because I barely looked at um, Obsidian Flames. So we have a list of Uno, Dos, Tres, Cuatro, Cinco, Seis, Siete, Seven, Eight, Nine, Ten, Eleven, Twelve cards. That are cool. Okay. So I guess we can alternate, James. I'll start. Um, Charizard X. I think that card's really good. I think it offers um, a lot of versatility because the ability of Charizard is to search your deck, fair up to three fire energies, and attach them to your Pokemon whenever you evolve into it. Mm-hmm. So Charizard can be a support mod, but it can also be an insane attacker. So you use Charizard, you can power up things like Delphox and if Heatmore if you have the Pokemon Go Charizard. Um, and then if you're later on in the game, you can hit them with Iono, Path, Charizard and do like 330 if they're taking five prizes, but you can make them take five prizes by feeding them a one prize fire type. Mm-hmm. Heck, you can feed um, them uh, the Pokemon Go uh, Radiant Zard. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Radiant Zard also. That's really good in the deck. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, yeah. Or you could um, feed them Pidgey. This golfer family search for two basics from the bench. Yeah, true. Yeah, you use Pidgeot EX for the Charizard thing. What does Pidgeot do, James? Mm, quick search. Search back for a card once a turn. Pretty simple, but it's been good before. Probably be good, good again in decks that play Candy. I'm really excited to try him back Excalibur. I think that's going to make that deck a lot better. I need to play Arceus and. Uh, just being able to use, play four rare candies instead of three and have a like a, like a four skill stone every turn is really, really good. Yeah, basically that's all it is. Um, yeah. Um Andrew Mahone had been playing it on his stream and uh he he's really enjoying it. Um I like I like the idea of Pidgeot, which you know is coming out as well. I like it going in decks that already play rare candies. Um as for Excalibur decks, you know, Chin Pal. I'm I'm not a I'm not a chinny believer. I don't believe in the chin. So I believe it. I think it's got it next format. It's it's gonna it's gonna upset you. You're gonna try it and you're gonna be missing a piece. And you'll, be, you'll see. Go, go ahead. Take, take the worlds. No no no. Forget me. Take that the worlds. See what happens, James. I will. I will. Said I will. You know what? I will. <laughs> um, one card I think people are sleeping on that I'm you know and we'll, we'll keep this brief. I'm kind of excited about a uh, Toes Crew, EX. That was a card that we were going to talk about. Yeah. See, I, I like Toad Scroll because I mean, you're protected from uh from Garatina. You're protected from something. Well, I mean, not from the attack. But you're protected from Garatina's a uh, Star Requiem. You're protected from Sableye, things like that. And you're swinging what two eighty? You can swing two eighty on your second turn. Um, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. 
even if it's just a bench sitter, you know, just to support Mon, I still like it because you're preventing, you know, you're dealing Sableye. You take away part of a major part of Lost Box. If not, Lost Box is hoping to get the Dragonite out, or if it's you know, baby Lost Box, they're attacking you with Cramorant. Like, oh, get him, Cram. I hope this works. So, I don't know. I like the Toes Crew a lot. Go spit on them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll do the next card. Uh, Pokemon League headquarters. That is a stadium that reads all of your bases, all of every basic Pokemon's attacks in play. Take one colorless more. I think that card is to attack, good. right? One colorless more to I think attack. That card is yeah, good. yeah, one colorless more to attack. Yeah, it's gonna be good against. Uh, I mean, imagine that against Maridon. Now yeah. Maridon has to have four energy to attack. Now Raikou has yeah. to have three energy to attack. So yeah, it definitely can be a can muck up some plans. I was I playing in a pre-release and I put that card down. And I was playing. Matter of fact, the guy had him a ride on the new one that just came out. It's not. It's not that great, but uh, he missed an attack because he couldn't get the energy for a turn. And I ended up winning the game because of that. I thought it was going to yeah. lose me the game, but it won me the game. So, yeah. I also, I also think that Pokemon League headquarters can do stuff in the Lost Box. Let's take the Box for example. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> if you go Pokemon League headquarters and then with a Roxanne or an Iono, you can force them into a situation where they can't use Sableye. Uh, and if you go, yeah. let's say, like, if you put down Pokemon Headquarters multiple times within a game, it forces them to have an out every single turn through your Ionos, through your Roxanne, through your stuff like that. And if they don't hit Sableye, then you're this, like, tanky one-prize deck that they can't really deal with automatically. So, I also just think it's good in the Lost Box in general. Like, if you're playing a deck that has a bad match from the Lost Box, you can play that. Mm, yeah, you're right. I guess um something like Guardi wouldn't mind that. But I mean I guess you have better stadiums to use, but I guess Guardi wouldn't mind that if they you know as a tech in there or someone like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it could be fun. James, you have another card for us? Yeah, so this is like a little bit of a niche one, but I think it's Grassius. I don't even say but I mean, James, I'm gonna stop you right there. No. Just just no. What? No, talk about it. It's just, a good just, card. It's, no. Yes it is. It's, Okay, James, talk about it. Talk about it, James. We have to scratch the bottom of the barrel for this set, man. <laughs> well, that's why I said it's not much to talk about. You guys said you had 12 cards. There's maybe four cards that are right, really right, interesting. Right, I'll, move on, I'll move on to Clef. I'll move on to Clef. I'll be easy. Brass, shuffle your hand and draw one more card. <laughs> Stop it. That card's good. <laughs> How is that card bad? I played in the pre-release with it twice. I end up using Youngster more than Brass. Like, hey, this Youngster's way better. You're just a hater, man. <laughs> but no, Cleffa. Cleffa could be interesting. Yeah, Psychic. It's 30 HP, so it gets devoured by Sableye, but you probably just don't put it down in that matchup. Um, but for free, um, draw a card and see a summon card from your hand, and it is free retreat. So it's a really good just guy that's 6th there active, turn 1, turn 2, draws you cards. It's free. You don't have to commit energies to it, nothing. It has free retreat, so if it doesn't die, you can just retreat it out to your Pokemon mm -hmm. you've been setting up. It's pretty good, um, and yeah, I just see a lot of people that have been like, "Well, what about Sableye?" You know, the classic single prize argument. Well, I mean, if, um, if they have Sableye, you know, ready to go by turn two, then I'm in danger anyway. But if not, I can put it down, draw, draw twelve seven. It's gonna get knocked out, so I'm giving up one prize. But you know, I, I have so much, you know, hand set up now. I should be in a good spot. And if, if I see Sableye yeah, ready to go, I'm not putting it down against Sableye, so I'm in trouble anyway. Yeah, so yeah, fair. yeah. The only yeah. other like interesting card I see. And I'm not going to let you get another turn, Lucas, because you're going to say you're going to talk about Brassius. We're not going to let that happen. We're not doing that here. Yes, I promise. I promise. I promise. We're not, we're not doing that here. But the only other card I really think is interesting is uh, Gita. 
I think Gita can is gonna be highly underrated, and then when he becomes good, it's gonna open up so many other decks. You can base. Are you shaking your head no about Gita? No, I think that card is what? like good in like two decks. What? what? Card's fine. The card's fine. Gita can let me play Duraludon without having to use Arceus. Bro, okay, so we don't have to go. We don't have to go back to pre-Arceus Duraludon, Vmax, man. I can Those just go Duraludon, Gita, Bushake, and now I have a 330 Behemoth, a beast, just 330 HP, charge that, ready to go next turn. If you can knock out 330 HP in turn two, then I, I shake your hand. And I'll give you a hand clap, I'll give you an applause. But I mean, if not, next turn I'm swinging 220. That's you know shred. You can't stop my 220. I have 330 HP. I think Gita could be good, man. Yeah. Wait, Charizard EX, the new one? What? Are you are you are you using Gita on? No, I'm using on Duraludon. Vmax. Oh, Duraludon. Oh, okay, okay. What? Well, guys, I want to inform you of a very cool card called Mirage Gate. That is. That true. is like the same card, but an item card. That's mm-hmm. actually so true. Uh-huh. That's actually so true. Can I use Mirage Gate on my first turn? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess in a way, you can. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much hard work that is? I have to have switch cards, and I have to have lost oh, vacuums. And I, have to, oh, I hate man. when my deck that's built to turn one Mirage Gate hits turn one Mirage Gate. I can just go turn one Gita, boost shake, I'm 330 HP. Now what? Uh, Turn one Cramorant, turn two Dragonite. Boom. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll also play uh some healing options. I'll play Crystal Cave, some more. So I'll be fine. It's okay. Star Requiem. Like... <laughs> You know, there's Patrol Cap. That just came out. What does that do? You played three Lost Vacuum. I didn't know. Oh, true. I didn't know what Patrol Cap did until, like, last night. I was at a pre-release, and someone pulled it. I was like, the heck does that thing do? I guess it blocks effects from attacks, abilities, um, trainer cards, or item cards and supporter cards on the Pokemon wearing it. Something like it's, that. It's, it's, I think it's, it's, uh, it's about your deck, I think. I don't think it's oh, so your you, deck? Oh. It's, it doesn't let you mill. The dude said it's your Pokemon. Oh, oh never mind. That, that car is trash then. Yeah. Dude, I'm just like, yeah, I think it stops, you know, all, you know, stop Sableye and everybody. Like, oh, wow, that's good. Never mind. No. I still think no, Gita could be good. Scam. The scammer got scammed. <laughs> I'm not a scammer. I'm legit. <laughs> but no, I think um this new set has some interesting cards, but uh, it's nothing like groundbreaking. I think 151 is going to be, you know, more of the same, really fun. We'll have to see what we get, you know, in uh, November. We don't even know what that's going to be yet. So maybe that'll be, you know, you know, give us a, a meta deck or something like that. Charizard is probably the only deck coming out of this set that's like gonna be really good or you know pretty good. Palafin though, Palafin. Palafin's fun. It could be fun. Yeah, Palafin is like, isn't it like one energy jet punch thirty to something? Yeah, and thirty thirty, and then, 30 then um, for two energy it does two. Yeah, two, two energy two ten if it was put up into the active Lost Box. Palafin's being good in Japan, man. That's good. I can see that being that's a good. thing. I definitely I would yeah. get that. Like if I'm uh, running a league, I'm like, hey, you know, this kid doesn't have a deck, give him Palafin. I can see that. Yeah, wait, um, and then there's like T-Tar and stuff. That card's good, too. T- it was good T-tar. in the pre-release. I got bo- We all got bodied by T-Tar in a pre-release. Guy got a T-Tar out, and we just got bodied by it. But like, you know, yeah. in a regular format, I don't think it would be that great. But no, I think yeah. Elephant could be fun. Um, We were talking about Dre, our local out here. I got to throw some shade at Dre. He had his uh, stepdaughter playing Don Dozo because he said it's simple and basic, and she could play it. I'm like, bro, if you don't throw Don Dozo away, Don Dozo is what Pal- is, is. he wishes he was Palafin. That's all it is. Yeah, it's true. Bro. Yeah, throw Don Dozo away. It's <laughs> get, the biggest guy who bullies the little kids because he wants to be the kid, the other kids. Yeah, I just want to be like him when I grow up. I can't be him. You're right, Don Dozo. You can't, man. 
Don Donzo is, is worse United Wings. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, moving on, we got some q and I'm going to go through these questions real quick. See if we have any real questions. Uh, normally, Subin snuffs them all out, but I don't know if we have any real ones this time. Um. Okay. We have a question here. Ask the pod. Thoughts on Vespa Queen EX? We forgot about that one. I'd like, I had Vespa Queen EX eventually. Uh, Vespa Queen EX, I think the card's good. I think that card is super playable. And if it gets a good enough engine, it's definitely good. Because you're pretty much just doing 200, going Halucha, 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 Halucha. <laughs> and then, like, you can go double Halucha. That's too many Haluchas. That is on the bench on just stuff. for no reason. They're just on the bench now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very, very, very good. It's, I think I think Vespa Quinn's gonna be good eventually. I don't think so. There's too many. This you gotta put down two hot luchas. Now they're just on the bench taking a bench space for no reason. There's no there's no scoop up net anymore. That's Tinglu. That's what Tinglu does. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Tinglu's terrible though. Okay. Uh, okay. not not with Gita. Gita. Not with Gita. I'm trying Why to tell you. Same thing. Not with Gita. Okay, watch. When this set drops on PTCGL, I'm gonna have like a four hour stream just playing decks with Gita. And James, right, I'll show you guys. I'll show you, James. Hater. I'll show you. Um, another question we have from Scavenger. Where's Steuben? Um, Anyone who's just tuning in and wondering where Steuben is, Steuben had a prior commitment. Um, we were trying to get something done before uh, these two went, went off the worlds. And Steuben was like, hey, just do it without me. I'm like, bet. You know, it's going to be a lot more fun anyway. Funner? The funnest? Funnier? It's it's just, it's going to be fun. We're having a good time, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, Superman. Um, and just to peel, peel back the curtain behind the scenes, Superman and I talked about you know doing solo episodes before and stuff like that and going on without each other. You know, Superman done it a couple times because I had stuff come up. But I say you know I tell Superman I said the best thing we have going on is our you know dynamic. You know, he's the you know laid back serious one. I'm the funny goofy guy, and it's just you know it's it's the yin and the yang. Yeah. You know you gotta have a good mixture. Which leads me to our next question. Um, oh, is this from Little Frizz? He said, give us your best Steuben impersonation, Gazer, and have you guys rated. Um, I would need like oh, okay. my curly wig or something like that. I don't have it on me right now. But um <clears throat> I would talk real monotone like this, and I would say, Gazer, what the why would I'm tired of your scams, Gazer. Um and just a lot, like, a lot, a lot of sighs and deep breaths. Like I'm just frustrated with everything in the world and just everyone in general. Was that was that point on? Was that like students? That, that was spot awesome. On? Close enough. That was a good. That was a good he, goes, he goes like, <laughs> like when he gets worked up. Um, that's like the tone of his voice. Oh, hold on, I lost him. What'd you say? He, he he does he does this thing with his voice when he when he's all worked up. He goes like, the pace and tone of his voice. If I, I used to have a wig where I used to put on the wig and like wear a beanie and like, hey, I'm stupid, but I, I misplaced it. I got to come back with it. Maybe for my next stream, I'll put it on or something like that. Um, looking for any more serious questions. Passman to Steuben. You guys, these questions, are, you guys are jokes. You're a joke, Steuben. You're a joke, Passman to. <laughs> Can, okay, I found another question. Here we go. From Will Be Hidden. Can Gazer do his world famous Stone Jr. cosplay? Will, you're also a joke. So no. Oh, <laughs> uh, have you guys seen that though? Where I wore the Stone Jr. box on my head, and it's 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 ridiculous. Never no, do- I've not seen that. Yeah, never doing that again. <laughs> but 
But yeah, I think that was our Ask the Pod segment. Um, the most serious question was the Vespa Queen, which I don't think is that great. I don't think it's that it seems great. Fine. I think like, if you find it, because it's some way to charge it up, it seems okay. I guess you would go, um, you could blow yourself up with Fortress, or you can go uh, Cherim and attach to the uh, Combi before you evolve it. Then evolve the Combi, I guess. I, there's ways to get it going, but I just I feel like getting the damage on board with, you know, 18 different Haluchas isn't a good play. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that card's good. There's no way that card's bad. In the Lost Zone box, you just put 10 on Comphase, and then you just go kill your attacker, kill your Comphase, go get it off my table or something. I don't know. <laughs> be cocky about it. As soon as you best between them, you have to be cocky. You have to be like, oh man, you're so bad. You're letting a bee kill you, man. You're losing to my Vespa Queen deck? I You're losing to a wasp. <laughs> All right, you guys. It's time for um the, the game of Sweeping the Nation. Everyone loves this game. Um, I'm going to say this game is sponsored by Dark Side Games in Las Vegas, Nevada. Check out darksidegames.com. Use code word GAL to save 10% on all single, singles. Um, this game is going to be sponsored by Dark Side. I've decided that now. It's what's happening. Um, Josh Hatter, uh, Andrew, if you guys are listening, you guys sponsor this this segment now. This is, this is the Dark Side segment. You guys sponsor this game. This game is called Where They From. Um, James, you tell me you've been setting up for this segment. I have. I've been studying. You said you didn't want to, you know, just do terrible. Um, Lucas, you have no idea what's going on, do you? No. <laughs> what's going to happen here? I'm going to give you guys three different Pokemon, and you guys have to tell me where are they from. You guys can tell me the uh, generation. You guys can tell me the uh, region. You can say oh, Unova. No. You can say Unova. You know, you guys could say Kanto or Kanto, whatever you guys I'm want to so say. I'm so effed up. I'm so done. <laughs> well, we'll let so James has said he's been studying. He wants to, you know, do well with this. So we'll let James uh, lead you. So James will get the first question. Lucas will get the second. And James will get the last one, the follow-up question. Yep. Um, these are going to be Pokemon who are kind of, you know, forgettable. Where you're like, who's that guy? Where's he from? You know, that's, you know, so that's why we do it. You know, where are they from? All right, James, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Your first Pokemon Skitty. Skitty? Um, gotta be quick, gotta be quick, gotta be quick. Um, I'm sorry, Gen time's up. Four. Okay, I'm gonna steal the point. Gen 3. It's it's too late. It was his question, not yours. I'm sorry. Uh, Skitty. <laughs> Skitty is Gen 3. Um, Lucas, how'd you know that so quickly? Oh, it just made sense. I don't know. <laughs> it just made sense. <laughs> like, it just felt like a Gen 3 mod. James, you did all that setting for no reason. I did, I did. We were, we do have it if uh, whoever has the highest score at the end of the season will uh, win a uh, dinner date with myself and Steuben. We're going to uh, Applebee's. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have ever been to Applebee's before. You guys had will a chance to go to Will you fly me out to California? Yeah. No, we come to you. Oh, yo. We come <laughs> <laughs> but um, you guys are off to a bad start right now. You guys are 0 for 1. Um, Our highest ranking is... Someone, someone's gone 3 for 3 before. It was our Wait. Breaker friends, uh, uh, Dark Legacy and Furion, but they bribed us with codes, so they went three for three. Their final okay. question was Pikachu, and they they got that one right. So, okay, I need I need to appeal your decision. <laughs> I need to appeal your decision. I knew that I thought of Gen three the second you said that. I just didn't say it because I thought that James was supposed to say it. I didn't think I was supposed. James to say was it. supposed to say it, and he he's the one who studied. I can't believe this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need the point. Lucas, I got one for you though. Look, let's see if you can get this one right. Fine. Okay. Snover. Snover. That's Gen 5, right? Lucas, I'm sorry. Snover's actually Generation 4. No. 
I was thinking that. No. Snowfall's actually Generation Four. I'm sorry, you guys are O for two. James, last question for you. Hopefully, you, you guys get one and go, don't go over. We never had anyone go over before. That'd be pretty, pretty sad if you did that. Can we at least get a half point for me knowing Skitty? <laughs> you get half a point. Yes, you guys. Have... Thank you. Thank you. All right, James. Last question for you. Last Pokemon. Pinkurchin. Uh, eight. Okay, you're right. Pinkurchin is Generation oh. Eight. Yeah, I, yeah. I played Sword and Shield. I so I know that. Okay. I didn't even remember what that Pokemon was. I know that's the point. The Pokemon. Yes, it's the Porcupine one that lives on under the sea. No, no, you're thinking of a uh, Pinkurchin. Puk- no, that's Pinkurchin. You're thinking of Pinkurchin. So Pinkurchin is purple and yellow, and it's electric type. Yeah, that's Pinkurchin. No, Pinkurchin's electric type. Pinkurchin is the water type. Yeah, Pinkurchin's the one that's under the sea, under the sea, something red crab and mermaid. You didn't see the remake, did you? I, I don't. I didn't see the mermaid. No. I haven't seen the remake either. I need to go see it though. I'm a big Little Mermaid fan. I like it. I'm a big Disney fan in general. My son's in there watching Moana as we speak. But um, I haven't seen the remake yet. I need to see that. Yeah. Should be good. Um, So that was the game. Uh, Where are they from? You guys have one and a half points. So you guys didn't do the worst. You guys are the first team to ever get half a point, though. So congratulations on that. <laughs> good job, Lucas. Yeah, I think that deserves an apple piece. <laughs> You guys, we're going to wrap this pod up. This has been a blast. I appreciate you guys for being here. Um, this is your chance to give any shout-outs, any, um, any, anything you guys want to say. Uh, James, the floor is yours. Let's you start off first, man. Where we can uh, follow yeah, you, where I can have... we find you at? Find me on Twitter, or X if you're cringe. Um, at Professor Poke with three S's, one word. Um, also YouTube, the same same tag. I, don't, I haven't posted there in a while, but... YouTube hard, grinding. man. I don't blame you. YouTube hard. Too hard. And then shout out to Lucas, who's my testing friend. Shout out to Lucas. Yes. And uh, Lucas, any shout outs or where can we find you? Um, You can find me on Twitter at Lucas Oldale. Uh, shout out to James. Shout out to uh, the Tabletop Village group. They've been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Um, the Zephyr Epic, shout out to Zephyr Epic, shout out to Wiser, shout out to Treasure Chest. All awesome people, awesome leagues. Um, James, did you get my DM? We need to We need to do the yeah. same. We need to do, okay. I'm going to count down, okay? And then we're going to say the full word, okay? We're going to say the full thing. What a second. Okay. Three, two, one. Fucking Hat Brigade! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just... <laughs> A little out of sync, but I, I get the idea. I get you guys going for there. But no, um, you guys. <laughs> appreciate you guys coming through and hanging out. Um, this has been a blast, man. Um, you guys can find this podcast wherever you can find all podcasts: Spotify, Google, i the, the your iPhone, your Android. I wish Steuben was here for this part. He knows what to say. He likes to ramble on. Um, but yeah, this episode. Hey. It was a Make sure episode. to leave us a three star review. Three star? Sure no, we want five stars. Okay. Make sure to leave us a review. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, your Android phone, anywhere you find your, your computer. Um, computer. Yep. <laughs> no, make sure you guys leave those reviews. Um, we 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 need those reviews. They're very helpful. But no, uh, Lucas, James, appreciate you guys stopping through. This was the Gusta Win Podcast. We are wrapping it up. We are out of there. See you guys. Bye.